was funny. My mom made a comment. She said, you and Anthony got to stop playing with your beards. You and Anthony? I play with my beard? Or me and Anthony. Oh, sorry, me and Anthony. Oh. I don't know. I do that when I'm thinking. That's your thinking? I've never had a beard before. I don't even realize I do that. Yeah, play with a mustache. I don't really have sorry, a beard mom. to play with right now. I shaved off the winter look. <laughs> That's good. What's going on, guys? Welcome to Shop Talk, presented by Ceram Pro. My name is Jeff. Don't hit the button. Joined here with Lucas. My name is Jeff. And Anthony. <laughs> Got to give the people what they want. Sure. By people, I mean me, and I want to press the button. Actually, who was I talking to? We were debating on putting that on the side of my car. Me. Him. Oh, you, yeah. On yeah. the wing. Yeah. On the new wing. My name is Jeff. If, I mean, I was going to say, if you could hear the phrase, do it, but you can. So, yeah. If you read the term, my name is Jeff, you hear it. Not really. You're gone. It's too long. <laughs> it's not going to fit anyway. Okay. I don't know. It could become like a trademark thing. But then it might get, to be honest, it's a little annoying. Yeah. I can imagine. But. Ah, doesn't bother me. Yeah, anyways. Sorry about yesterday. We were supposed to do the podcast yesterday, and, well, shit comes up. So we pushed it to today. To today. I stumble along with my words, eh? Kind of talk too fast. Anyways, what's on the topic today? It's all the espressos. I haven't had any yet. I'm just drinking water. Trying to follow that keto diet. It's actually not as hard as I thought, to be honest. Everybody was like, oh, you know, you're going to die, blah, blah. Everyone's going to die already, so... Yeah, I don't know. I feel good, though. You might as well... I don't feel <laughs> bloated anymore. It's good. Anyways, what was the subject for today? How to... No. What do your employees expect of you? Yeah. So, from an employer perspective, what do employees expect of you? Yeah. Which and it's hard to find out, I think. No, yeah, it is. And it's hard to get, like, the truth out of your employees because, like, they're kind of... That's what I was asking you guys to... Because technically, sure, you guys are employees here, but I don't, I don't necessarily look at you guys as employees. Like Anthony's very, very business savvy, so are you. You know a lot more than I do with marketing. So I kind of, I, I look at you guys. Uh, I don't want to say as like just regular employees, like more as like uh, I don't know. I look at it as like a whole team. Like it's a team effort here. I can't. I don't know everything, right? I think as an employer, you have to kind of see past that and like. You don't need to beat your chest like an orangutan and say, I'm the boss. Like, because there are times where you guys know more than I do and I got to take your advice, right? And vice versa. So I think that's that's a big one. And like for employees to feel comfortable to be able to bring, I'm playing with my beard again. My mom keeps saying, stop playing with your beard. Um, I think that's a big one for like employees to feel comfortable to like kind of have a voice. Um, and briefly, I was just talking to John Luca about this and he's like, well, my old uh, job, he's like, I never felt appreciated. And he's like, not the fact that, like, I want you to come around and say thank you and fucking, you know, give me bonuses on every single job. Like, that's not the point. Like, you're, you're being paid. Like, But he's like, I do want to feel appreciated. Where his other job, like, he was giving me a, a story of, like, everybody in the whole business would stop at 3.15 in the afternoon for, like, an espresso break. So it's like everybody was already sitting down at this boardroom lunch table 
and he was up there making espresso, and his boss comes in, like, uh, what are you doing here? It's like, well, do, uh, do I not get a 15-minute break, too? Like, is, am I not part of the team? Like, so how did that make him feel, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, that'd be shit. That'd be yeah. terrible. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you doing here? Like, you're like Rudolph before they realize that he's a stud. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, and then when he came here, then his boss was crying. Like, yeah. I don't know. But, wow, like, I think to Matthew's point last week from, uh, oh my God, what's the name of the shop? Uh, luxury. Luxury. Luxury Auto Spa. He, he was saying, like, it's a fine line on, like, yeah, you don't want to be too friendly with everybody. Where it's like then they could think they could get away with everything, but that's that's completely separate. Like because you want your guys to feel appreciated. Um, little examples of like what do we do here? Like I'm pretty laid back. I don't like micromanaging guys. Where I feel like I'm paying you to do these jobs. If you don't know how to do it, let's figure it out together, and you learn, and then you could continue doing it doing it but i don't want to constantly be like hey did you do this did you do that like i look at some of my buddies i have other businesses and it's like holy shit like they're standing over their employees shoulders for the full eight hours it's like what the fuck are you accomplishing if you're constantly worried about what your guys are doing mm -hmm. you know i mean like there, there's there's so much stuff for like me to do i don't have time to be and i think it comes out to the same thing like for example you like you manage a shop you look at what you do in a day. Do you really have time to be standing over all the guys in the back shoulders to make sure everything's done properly? It's like when they say it's done, it better be done. Like, uh, Pretty much. I mean, you don't want to be like babysitting them, but at the same time... Um, I don't think they expect that of you either. Of course not. But In a business, you also need those checks and balances. Though, like, Yeah, yeah, no, you need to like, oh, is this done? Is this done? Whatever. But um, to like constantly just be standing there and be like, you know, make sure they're doing things properly... Like, that, I don't think they would even appreciate that anyway. They'd be like, okay, you do it then. Like, mm -hmm. So it's got to be, like, a little balance of trust. But at the same time, it's like, I don't even have time to, like, to worry about that. And like, Yeah. I think the real question is, how do you actually find out what your employees expect of you? Because everyone's different. We were talking about this before. Some guys are, want benefits. Some yeah. people, you know, it, it all depends but how do you have that conversation or is it a ongoing constant conversation and, and more so you listening to what they need? Yeah, I think that's a big one is to listen to your guys, figure out what their needs are. And then sometimes they're just not realistic. Oh, uh, I want to, I want to pay raise every six months. Why? Just cause you're here for six months. If you're still like, don't know how to do shit. Why do you deserve a raise just because you've showed up to work for six months? Like, fuck off. Like, that doesn't make sense, right? So, um, but there is, like, a balance of, like, if you're paying them just hourly rate, yeah, you want to make them feel like they can move up in the company. So, I think that's where it comes down to, like, showing, like, this is how you're going to move up. This is how you're going to make more money. So, let's see what you could, if you could get to that in six months, and then you deserve a raise. Versus a lot of guys just feel... Because I've been, I've been here. here for a certain amount of time, I deserve this. It's kind of like that. That that's that's what happens in like union jobs, right? Like seniority. Yeah, you just need time there, not yeah. like results or yeah or anything. Where like most, I think shops are kind of smaller businesses where they have say like five six employees. How do you figure out that team? Like it's it's not a union. It's a different dynamic. Yeah, completely different. So. 
But I think another one that comes down to, uh, and I've heard this from guys in my shop in the past, where, well, I don't want to do all this stuff because I'm only making this. Well, you're not going to make that until you start doing this stuff. Like, show me that, like, what, ah, fuck, I can't remember what book it was that, was it Split the Difference? With, uh, he was, I think it was actually on Masterclass of Split the Difference, the, the Chris Voss Masterclass. If you haven't watched it, watch it. It's really good. If you haven't read his book, it's really good. It's called Never Split the Difference. But I think he did a thing on, ask, like, how to ask for a raise. So instead of just going to your boss and saying, oh, yeah, hey, I want a raise. It's, hey, boss, or whoever you are, I want to implement this, this, and this. And I think, you know, if we could get there, then it adds more value to the business or it generates more income. Mm. In turn, I think, like, if I could get this done, can we talk about a raise? 200%. If you could show me that you could make the shop run smoother and get more cars done where the business is making more money, then, yes, you deserve more money. And that show it, me value. It's way different than walking in guns blazing, saying like, God, oh, you know, I've been here for six months. I need a raise. Yeah. yeah. That's what he taught. That's what he is getting at yeah. too. Like the difference between the two. Yeah. Fuck, so, you did that to me. I did. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been here for six months. And no, but I did like what six he months said. on the fucking day. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. Okay. Let's get that across. <laughs> Let's get that very straight. It wasn't six months couple, on the day. It was give or take okay. a couple days. I was practicing negotiation six months on the day. Then when I was ready, I said, "Let's implement this, this, this." But these are things that you're already implemented. And basically, when you came to me, you showed me, "Hey, yes. I took over all the marketing. We've done this. Anthony's able to close this. Here's the numbers." And it's like, "Okay, you're right." So you proved no, yourself. That's right. <laughs> come on first rule you're right means shut the fuck up that's right means i agree well that's why i said you're right <laughs> <laughs> but yeah anyways essentially i think you have to train your staff on this is going a little off topic of show that you care and then we'll talk about arrays like you can never guarantee a raise and the people like I've seen it where they say like, Oh, I don't want to do this because you know, I'm not guaranteed that I'm going to make more. Well, if you don't do it, then you're not like you're guaranteed. You're not going to make, if more. you have two people trying to fight for one job, say if there's two guys in the shop that are, there's a management position available now and you have two guys in the shop that want it. One's going to work his ass off because I'm going to do all these extra things. Cause I want to show they want it. The other ones, well, I'm not going to start working hard until I get that job. Well, guess what? You're never fucking going to get it. Mm -hmm. Why would I pick you over this guy? Yeah, because right. you base your decision off of historical events. So in the past, person A does fuck all. Person B is getting it. Then, yeah. Then and to tie it all in with like the whole like, what do employees expect of their employer? Like, I think it's up to the employer to kind of teach them these things um, by doing all these other little things adds value um, then in turn makes you worth more mm. but then by appreciating that you know what I mean like we're pretty laid back here where I was saying like earlier that I'm not on their ass all the time like as long as shit gets done like I'll start dropping the hammer on Anthony and then he'll have to drop the hammer on the guys when jobs keep getting delayed where it's like oh we didn't have the chance to it took longer to polish or whatever, whatever the excuse is sometimes it's just 
yeah, shit hits the fan and, and you don't get jobs done on time and you got to call the customer and say, uh, can you pick it up uh, tomorrow or the next day? Because we fell behind. We always say we fell behind in another customer's car so it doesn't feel like theirs uh, is the reason it got delayed. But anyways, um, obviously if that keeps happening, then you got to like drop the hammer on them. But to kind of reward guys, like, I don't know, we started doing like the barbecue in the summertime where I feel like it gives... Like Gianluca was saying, it kind of it gives you something to look forward to. It's like having like pizza 100%. day at school, right? Hundred percent. So it's like you, you, you it's come like, on Friday all excited for because on Friday you get here and you're looking forward to going home. When we start doing barbecue, it's like oh, I'm looking forward to lunch now, you know. And you're fired up from the morning, so you get more shit done because like you're excited. Not like you're not excited to be here on a regular day because there's way shittier job. Like by no means is this a shit workplace. And I think that in itself can't be taken for granted. But I think everyone needs to read that fucking book, man. Never split the difference. Negotiation in itself is about listening. And that is the biggest piece of communication between any two parties. And you can, I mean, sure, you can argue that some of it is quite manipulative depending on the way you use it. But the ability to listen what the employee wants and from the employee standpoint, what the employer is expecting out of them, you can come to this solution where, yeah, in the book, you're never supposed to split the difference. But at the end of the day, everyone's happy. Yeah. yeah. Like I was watching, um, I stumbled on Gary Vee posted a video and it was like literally talking about... Um, remember exactly what the topic was but he touched on employees keeping them happy or getting the most out of them kind of thing and that's exactly what he said i mean no employee is the same but whether you're managing like a company that has one employee two five twenty um you need to pay attention like it's essentially just listening to them and what is important to them mm. because if you can keep them happy then that generates speed essentially speed in the workplace and that's what gives you a competitive advantage over your competitors is what he was saying but like if you have one employee let's say it's you and your one employee and like your whole business relies on that one employee and you're not listening to him or whatever whatever and, and he's like that's how a lot of businesses fail is they leverage they there's too much on the employee's plate and they're not understood properly or they don't feel like valued or whatever and they leave and then the uh business owner has to start all over, find someone else or can't even handle it. And the business collapses or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, one employee and we start managing more employees, everyone's going to be different. Their expectations are going to be different, but you're not going to know what they are without like listening to them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, like when we used to have that one employee that he wanted to be paid a certain way, you figured out a system that actually would make him more money, but that's actually turned him, turned him off and made him, like leave and go his own separate way kind of thing or didn't come back or whatever. Meanwhile, it's like if he if we gave him what he wanted, he would have been making less money. The other option probably would have been better for him, but he just wasn't ready for that and yeah, two different pages and it didn't work out kind of thing. Mm. Yeah. So like that that story there was yeah, we had a guy that wanted to know like exactly how much he was being made like uh, making every week. Like steady. Yeah, so he kind of wanted a salary, but then the problem... Okay, so the way that my shop is structured, the guys are paid piecework. So they're paid like a mechanic. So this job, for example, let's just say this car, 
whatever is getting full front end or whatever it is pays out a certain dollar amount. So if they stay till seven o'clock to get it done, well, that's what it took. If they get it done by three, well, guess what? They're done. I mean, they wouldn't really go home. They would start on the next one, ideally. Um, and then you get ahead in the week, right? And the reason I did that is because when you have guys just hourly and then as an employer, you feel like, well, this this guy just started six six months ago. Like, does he really deserve a, a raise yet? Well, yet this guy wants to make more money. And when they're piecework, he could look within the shop to make more money. So if they're piecework and, you know, they finish that that PPF job or the coding job, whatever, okay, it also needs the wheels off. You know what? I got another two hours or another, you know, I'm supposed to leave at 5.30 and it's 4.45. You know what? Let me let me start doing the wheels on this so I can make an extra, for example, wheels off pays 60 bucks, right? Or whatever it is. So they could look within the shop to, okay, I could start doing this and make a little bit more versus if they were just hourly and he's only been here for five months or six months and the owner doesn't feel like he deserves a raise yet, well, how's he going to make more money? He's going to look outside and look for a better paying job. Mm-hmm. So that's why I wanted to put an end to that because that was annoying. Like, it, There's well, a huge there, cost in training guys. There was that, but there was also um, speeding up, t- like turning cars around as well. Yeah, yeah. So That was the main thing. Yeah, because you can drag it out if you're hourly yeah, yeah we had that one employee in the summer where, like it was like slow-mo mm-hmm. it was like we're like rammed and like we need things done quicker and then we had freaking like slow motion like are you done yet are you done yet like like you don't want to be saying that all the time like but at the same time it's like gotta process cars yeah but that employee that the original employee that whatever wanted a certain pay structure didn't see that he could make more money like mm-hmm. so realistically yeah. it would have been like you could have just gave him what he wanted and it's like whatever and you know we know he's like good at what he does yeah but two different pages yeah and, uh, and then you have other employees that don't even like they they'll still take the hourly but still stay late yeah still do more but like i think that is very i don't even know the word for it it's obscure most employees you're not going to you you can't expect them to treat it as if they own the company no because they don't yeah no but if you're trying to like uh like Gary's point was like if you want to try to understand your employees take them out to a dinner sit down with them spend an hour and a half whatever look at them on social media whatever see what's important to them and stuff and like use that as a leverage to build like more like a gel there like to mm. Like a bond, yeah. yeah. Like that's the, all you really. Like it's a common all. understanding, you know. Exactly. And yeah. it comes. It's back to the negotiation thing, like listening. Yeah. yeah. For example, so. like one of our guys, like his main thing is he's not really motivated by money. He's motivated by like I'll work my ass up, but five thirty. Yeah, five thirty. I want to go home. Like, yeah. like in three minutes, gone. That was. I don't know if you just heard that like, the alarm thing go. So that's checking out. Yeah. So clearly they opened the but door. But that's what is yeah. meaningful to him. Yeah. His time. Which is so. fine. And like, I'm okay with that. Like, because I see that if, if if you're fucking the dog all day and then I see you lo- looking at the clock, like that pissed me off. But if mm-hmm. I see you hustling and like worrying about like getting shit done, no problem. You could go home and like, when it gets busier and I ask for them to stay later, then like, yeah, to, to another one of his points is that he wants me to, pre- to respect his, that he's done at 530 and like wants weekends off and things like that. But I think it's a balance between employees understanding the business as well, where it's like in the wintertime, you guys could have every Saturday, Sunday off. But in the summertime, when it's go, 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 I may need you guys to come in on Saturdays, right? And it's like you have to understand that like in the wintertime when 
I can't keep the shop busy and I'm still paying you guys, do understand that like I'm taking a huge hit. And then in the summertime, it's like, yeah, okay, sure, it's gravy, but look at what I had to do in the wintertime, right? Mm-hmm. Like a lot of times like you're paying out of pocket. Like, the, the business isn't generating enough money to actually pay for everything. We have to make that back in the summertime, right? So they have to kind of understand too. It's like a lot of guys were saying like, I want job security as well. Cool, no problem. Like I'll keep you guys employed all winter long. But understand, we got to fucking hustle harder in the summertime because we got to pay for that in the winter. Mm. That kind of makes sense. I don't know if you guys kind of relate to that, but um, so like it makes sense though because it's like which I feel like they do. They like they do yeah. understand like because you're still profit sharing on piecework. So <clears throat> in a way, like it's it's similar to having equity. Yeah. So you want to you understand you know holy shit you feel it in the winter. Yeah. When you go off making piecework in the summer and then you're it's not busy enough to hit that threshold or whatever yeah the case so is. just to kind of i guess give a quick breakdown of like the piecework structure in the summertime they make you know a certain amount per job and that could it could be at the end of the two weeks or at the end of the week it could be two thousand dollars worth of work right in one week that's a wicked pay job uh paycheck but in the winter time if you only give them one job and the one job pays out 300 bucks is he going to take a $300 paycheck? No, he's going to be like, what the fuck? I still have a mortgage pay and all this shit. So it's like, okay, I'll top you back up to, I'm just pulling a number out of my ass. If you're $20 an hour at your 40 hours, I'll top you up to your 40 hours. That's exactly how mechanics are paid. Mm-hmm. So if the business can't keep that employee busy, we're, you're still going to have a minimum. Mm-hmm. If your piecework is higher, you get paid your piecework. That kind of makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how like most dealerships do it for mechanics, and that's how, what I kind of implemented here. And it gives the guys the opportunity, like I said, to kind of look within the shop to do more work and make more money versus looking for a better paying job. Yeah, like you want to show up at six in the morning and yeah, like start shit. One of there's a, there's a oh man, I don't know what shop he works out of. I saw that in the PPF group, the PPF and Tint. The guy that makes two hundred k a year, two hundred fifty k a year, or some shit. Yeah, like that. so he shows he up at like five thirty in the morning. Yeah, he'll bang out whatever jobs are there. Holy, the sun is like. Um, and then it'll leave at 5.30. But yeah, that five extra two hours in the morning... Yeah, this guy's doing like three full front ends a day. It's ridiculous, yeah. but he's making a killing. That's like a different kind of person. Yeah. Like for me, I'd rather show up at 6 and then leave at 3. Yeah. Like I want to come... Or like I'll show up early. No one's here. Do my thing. No distractions. Yeah. And you leave at 3 o'clock. St- same amount of time at work. And then maybe so saying start, start starting at five. I'm down. My day starts at six. His day, his day already six. starts at that time. Yeah. Well, not quite lately. Anyways, I'd like to, but I don't know. Yeah. I, I, everyone's different. Like it all comes down to what drives them, what motivates them. Like you didn't, said, didn't I say that before? Like, let's start work at seven. Yeah. I want to <laughs> leave at three though. Uh, if we start yeah, at seven, you don't want to work from seven to seven. Yeah, <laughs> that's what's going to turn into. Because <laughs> unfortunately, like it's like, yeah, you can start at seven, but oh, this guy's going to pick up his car at five thirty-six o'clock. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, but I can't remember. Like, it was at the old job. I was like, yeah, I think we should start working at seven. Anthony in the background. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sure. It's like all right. I'll go fuck myself. Yeah. <laughs> um. But anyways, yeah. yeah like at the old job, there were days where we started early and like. We're finishing at like eight, eight thirty. Yeah, it was like it was like stupid. Yeah, like, it's like no, I don't really want to do that again. <laughs> yeah, 
and like that's the thing. I don't blame you guys. Like you guys still have a life just because I don't want to say like as owners we don't have a life outside of work, which is a whole nother topic on its own. But like no man, hammer down seven to seven. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mike. I'm gonna kick you out the chat. I don't want to hear any of that. Give him any ideas. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. You go to Hems's shop and like we say like that's third world country. Yeah, yeah, you don't yeah. have no. There's no human rights over there. It's, it's just. You're working till midnight. You get paid till 5.30, and then you get a pizza to stay till 12. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh. But, like, his guys like it. Like, they they don't mind. They, like, they get treated well, and they look at it like it's job security, whatever, we have a salary, and when we got to hammer down, we hammer down, so. Yeah, I think that's a good takeaway, even for the owners. Like, you said the employees have a life, but as a business owner, when do you switch off like maybe during crunch time in the winter you know you're stressing but like when do you go home like when do you live your life well, depends, outside of work depends on how structured your business is yes but in i mean summer jeff could probably go away for a month and like probably the whole summer very, very little i don't think there'd be any anything you would have to worry about too much like yeah i'd be sweating bullets depends of how course many, you would depends because, how many g-wagons but like by. you have no, the structure in place where it's like it'll run and it'll do what it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. If you're a one-man show, well, then you can't do no, that. No, 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 I'm talking about in our scenario, mm-hmm. you know, you still got to go home and shut off. Like, you got to... Yeah. Cause I think that's a whole topic that we That could, is. Because... We talk about this a lot. Yeah. Because I'm very good at that, at, whereas I think you struggle with separating you... When you go home, you're at home there's always that now. constant stress of, I have this fucking beast I got to keep feeding. Yeah. And, like, it costs costs a lot. It costs, like, most guys know, like, it cost me my marriage. It costs, like, it's, there's a lot of shit involved. Yeah. That, like, you don't... You risk if everything. If I look back at it now, it's like, was it worth it? Obviously not. But, like, um, I think, like, we could, we could do a whole topic on this. Because, like, I feel like a lot of guys don't see these things coming. Like, we'd love to have, like, other guys. Like, for example, my buddy Vito from Splash Bros. Like, he's a father of two kids, his wife. But, like, he... 4.30, he's gone. Like, yeah. you could call him, he'll answer. But yeah. he's yeah. he's at home for his kids by, uh, he lives far, but by 5, 5.30, he's home, like, and he's with his family, mm-hmm. right? Like, he learned that balance, and it's like, I remember talking to his brother about it, and like, yeah, but after 4.30, you know, Vito's gone. But his brother was, you know, had a girlfriend at the time, whatever, doesn't understand what his brother's going through, right? Like, mm-hmm. I see it with my brother, too. Like, you know, my brother works in construction, uh, his wife takes care of the kids, like stays at home. And like, I see that constant stress of like him always worrying. And like, this was in my household too, with my dad, like having his own business. Like as a kid, my dad was never home before 10, 10 30 at night because he was always worried about putting food on the table mm-hmm. around my mom's side. Like my providing is going to yeah, come first. It, that's hmm. where most business owners would look first, mm-hmm. but it does that really matter. Like, but in, in a way, yes, you're pro- financially providing, but emotionally providing, this is a whole other topic. Yeah, I know. Like we're getting deep into it here, but it's important to think about. Yeah, because if yeah, but it's interesting. It's like you said, you got to find that balance. Because it's, yeah. like, it's actually funny. Because like my when my dad was working his like, corporate job, way way more busier and not like available more then versus when like I remember being in school, or whatever. And when like he, sometimes he came even bring me lunch because working having his own business gave him more freedom to like okay in the middle of the day you can leave and do something like mm. 
kind of thing. Yeah. Know. And that's kind of why you want to be in that situation is for, yeah, there's a lot more pressure and more stress and more risk involved. But you should also be able to reap that reward of freedom and, you know, not have to yeah. kill yourself and like, but like Your dad had the structure kind of in place that he could just up and leave. Back when I was a one-man show, yeah, you could. If I had, yeah, no, I couldn't right. just up. I'm and not leave. talking yeah. about then. I'm yeah. talking about like but that's like right where now, you're at now. You yeah, could, you could do that. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Like I showed up at noon today because I had just my like laundry to do this you, morning. You yeah, gotta change your brain. So, <laughs> so yeah. task yeah. tomorrow, you know task I mean? for you tomorrow, stay home. <sighs> you were saying it today. You're like, you know what? I'm gonna work from home one day a week. I'm holding you accountable to this because I think you'll benefit from it greatly. This isn't even coming from me as an employee. This is coming from me as your friend. Whoever says that we're not allowed to be friends, fuck you. So I think you should work from home one day a week because personally me, I get way more done at home in terms, okay. In terms of what I do, like I'm on the computer a lot. I'm more comfortable at home. I I have no distractions Yeah, uh, and I get my shit done, but you'll be able to get more shit done and you're going to be able to see that the shop is going to run itself. You kept saying, like, when you go on vacation, nothing happened. But then when you're here, everyone comes and asks you a bunch of stupid questions. Yeah. So. They seem to, like, pass Anthony and come to my office to ask, uh, when is this car going out? Like, fuck. I don't know. I'm the the one that booked it in, though. Yeah. (laughs) Man. It's like, it says it on the board. It says it on Monday. Anthony knows, but then you have to come and ask me that. But anyways. Yeah, that's a whole... But it, back to, like, what employees expect um, from what I got when asking people was to respect their time off. Like, they'll be calling them on a Sunday. Uh, dude, get rid of this. Go to bed early tonight because you got a big job tomorrow. Like, fuck off. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> you can like, call me on a Sunday. What do you mean? You do that to Daniel in the group yeah. chat. Yeah, yeah it's it was waiting to, for you tomorrow. It's <laughs> because be I like to break his, break his balls. Yeah, but, I'm in bed at 10 o'clock anyway, so... Yeah, but... Oh, man, there's another one I'm missing here that guys came up with. Uh, the whole feeling... Um, appreciated. Yeah, appreciated. Like, I mean, like like John Lucas said, he's like, I don't expect you guys to come and say, like, good job, you know, pat on the back every single day, but, like... Some people are motivated by that. Yeah. Some people are motivated by fear. Yeah. So it, Don't make me pull the whip. It depends. It all depends, and I think <laughs> come, to come back full circle, it all is just having a conversation mm. and hearing everyone out mm-hmm. and try, obviously there's some requests that are outrageous and you can't, yeah, can't, you know, you can't please everyone in every single request, but that's, you know, you could do what you can. So yeah. actually I'd love for you guys to put in the group on like how many shops offer like benefits for their guys, like whatever the things to incentivize them actually, I don't know if we have time for it, but uh, one of my clients that owns a big uh, electrical business, he doesn't offer benefits, but he offers, instead of benefits, because it's just stupid expensive to do benefits, he offers his guys $2,000 a year, essentially a bonus on top of their salary, that he'll pay out for, go to the dentist, give me the bill. And you could go up to 2000 bucks. You need glasses, go buy them, give me the bill. And instead of having like a benefit plan mm. uh, because then it gets expensive for the employees and the employer because we both have to pay into it. Um, so he does like a system like that. Uh, and there was other reasons that he had a, an employee that was taking like 
uh, pills to get pregnant. And he's like, what the fuck? Like, I'm paying for you to get pregnant, and then you're going to collect not leave? Like, fuck off. <laughs> I don't know if that's really the right thing to say, but yeah, yeah like I mean, there's, there's certain things that when you look at benefit plans that certain certain uh, medication doesn't cover, right? So mm-hmm. anyways, but, and then there's just kind of like appreci- like showing your, your employees that you appreciate them. Like, for example, my buddy uh, uh, Jim there that has like a landscaping business, he has an employee in the office that he's like, man, this lady like just hustles her ass off. And like, I don't know what the hell I'd do with her without her. So he's constantly like giving a raise, like, oh, here, here's 500 bucks cash just, just for you being you. And like, yeah, like literally. And it's like, but she's, he's like, I don't know what I would do without it. He's like, I, I physically told her when she got engaged, I can't afford for you to get pregnant. So I will pay you. He said, he's like, <laughs> no, he's like, if you get pregnant, no problem. But like, you got to come back to work right away. I'll pay for the nanny. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I will go there and take care of your child. Yeah. Cause like this lady is so be- beneficial to his business she runs like the whole admin and like dispatch. And he's like, I've never had anybody in like 35 years of having my business that runs like just hustles like she does. And like, yeah, you can't find those people. Yeah. So he's like, I, I, even if I threw $150,000 out there and said like that for this position, you probably still won't find somebody that does what she does. So he's like, it's like, I can't afford to lose this person pays for a car, pays for her gas, like all these little benefits of, you know, I, I can't afford to lose you. Right. So like, I mean, she could also kind of euchre him and be like, oh, I want 200K a year. It's like, okay, fuck. But, you know what I mean? Like, she seems to be like a reasonable person. Anyways, I don't know where the hell I was going with that one. So if you guys come with me, like, <laughs> Anthony's going to be like, so. So where's my so, uh, gas card? I'm turning the man. phone off. <laughs> so listen. Well, no, you do things like that anyway. Like, you give us, like, generous fucking Christmas cards and, like, little birthday things. And it's like, we don't, you don't need to do any of that shit. Yeah, we don't expect so, that. Like, yeah, but and hopefully you guys, like, appreciate that and, like, don't... It doesn't get to the point where they expect it. Well, we expect barbecue. At this uh, point. Barbecue's expected. Now barbecue. there's a barbecue there. Barbecue's a standard expectation now. As, as long as there's yogurt in the fridge. So not, now I know when he fucks up and be like, listen, I'll take the motherfucking yogurt away. <laughs> Do you want your yogurt gone or what? <laughs> you want bote? <laughs> yeah. But I don't uh, know. Just I, I think, like... Buying them coffee, things like that. Like you, you got to get on a friend level with your guys. Yeah, but it also just creates that friendship. culture. It's like we all do that for each other. Guys. Exactly. Like, yeah. Exactly. You know, one right, day I guess in theory that's like something I started that you guys kind of took it, and then Jaluka will come back from lunch and bring a dozen donuts. Mm. Like, why? I don't know. I just felt like doing it. Right. Yeah. So, someone buy buy pizza this week. The next, you know, you don't really keep track of who's buying what. But no yeah. one, you know, it's not like, oh, let me collect some money off you. you know? Can you EMT me $3? Three, and, yeah. So, yeah, it's like, I did the math. Everyone owes me $6.72. Yeah. Like, <laughs> man, we don't oh, do that here. So I think I, I think we're a pretty stellar example of culture. And I think that's a big one for, like, understanding what employees want. They want culture, too. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to work where they, for example, Daniel, I know we're getting late, but... Daniel was saying his other job was at a dealership and like the manager would throw him his keys and be like, Hey, can you wash my car? Okay, no problem. He'd do it. And then like literally just take the keys, not even say thank you, not even look at him, just take the key, jump in and leave. It's yeah. like, fuck you. Seriously? Yeah. I do it to Daniel, but I'll buy him a coffee. Yeah, so. exactly. And you'll say thank you. Give him a little pat on the ass. Yeah. And he's done. And I'll let him <laughs> he you know, loves use that, the tools so. when he wants to fuck around on his own car. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And he screams in the wash bay and he sings. Okay, that, that, that we got to talk about. <laughs> 
He's singing a little too loud now. It's rubbing but, off on me. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I know. I was singing the other day, so, too. I'm like, shit. You get comfortable singing. It's like singing in the shower, but you're not in the shower. Everyone's around. It's like you're ass naked in the shop. You're singing. Where the hell are you going with this? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, leave a comment. Yeah, I want to hear what you guys are doing. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear what you guys are doing in your shops to like make your, your employees feel comfortable and, and feel appreciated, things like that. Um, yeah. And if you're not doing anything, make them barbecue on Fridays. That'll really get everyone going. I mean, speaking for myself, I'm motivated by food. I love I think eating. everyone is here. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Look at us. If we had uh, hands on here, be like, you're, you're motivated. You're lucky you still have a job, right? All right. So that, that should be motivation enough that we haven't fired you yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, shop talk. Again. Come on by for a good time every Wednesday. Today was Thursday. Today? Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Every once a week. <laughs> At a time after lunch. In between 5 and 5.30. Spotify, Apple Music. Yo, shout out to Brazil. We got some new listeners in Brazil. Nice. I forgot the... Germany. 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 Shout out to Germany. Deutschland. Of course, Romania, India, Brazil. See you next week. Ciao. Ciao.